this British Grand Prix edition of the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circa Sports. Circa Sports is back with their Circa Survivor and Circa Millions Contest. $14 million is up for grabs. Get all the details at CircaSports.com. Get ready for speed. We just wait, sunshine. We just wait. Get ready for the passion. To whom it may concern you. Get ready for the raw emotion. Si, ragazzi! Grazie, grazie, grazie! Dai, forza Ferrari! For the F1 Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Rod Via Gomez and Cody Z. Welcome in to another episode of the F1 Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Gomez. We are fresh off the heels of an Austrian Grand Prix that neither Cody and I did not get penalized for track limits. Uh, I, I'm here to tell you right now, Cody, I don't know that the Stewart's desk has been as busy as it was ever uh, after last week's race in Austria. Wait a minute. What's that? Oh, five second penalty, Rod. Sorry, oh, you just on. got hit. We have okay. I have to serve my time. Five seconds starting now. <laughs> All right, I'm good. We could touch the car again. Um, I don't know if that was five seconds, but that was probably painful for <laughs> those people listening. Enough. Close enough. They were like, "Wait a second, did the feed drop?" No, literally, we were serving our five second penalty. <laughs> literally served our five second penalty. So, uh, you know, listen, oh, that was that was nuts, and I I know that I'm not. Like I haven't watched a, a historic amount of, of Formula One racing, but of the the races that I've seen in my life, that had to be the most track penalties or, or the the track limits penalties I've ever seen in a single race, man. Yeah, that was that was a lot of of penalties. I don't. I mean, man, it just yeah. Maybe maybe that's something we need to review going forward and change the rule at that track. I, I don't I don't know, but. Whatever, here we are. <laughs> well, and what's funny though is that every single radio broadcast that they had, every single every time somebody kicked the radio, I was like, "Oh, there are track limits. You need to look in that." Oh, there, and it didn't matter who it was coming from. I mean, <laughs> Hamilton it just turns into a big, but but he did it. But hey, mom, but he started it. But he did it. He hit me first. And it's like tattletales is what they geez, ended up being, like yeah. fifth graders. It's like, <laughs> oh, Johnny went over the line. He crossed the fence. It's like, shut up and drive, like. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that was getting a little ridiculous. All the penalties were getting a little ridiculous. But other than that, exciting race. Max showing us why he's Max. I mean, just literally, it's like he's just playing with us now, right? Like he's just like, oh, guess what I can do? Ah, this is funny. Like, man, what a what a oof. Yeah. <laughs> so it makes me wonder too, because we've talked a lot about when you're in the moment and you watch somebody dominate like that. I mean, you talk like the Bulls, the Yankees, you know, even the Niners back in the 80s. Uh, the, uh, people didn't like to see them win because they kept winning. All they did was win, 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 no matter what, right? And, and you know, and they stay there. So I don't know. Can you appreciate this in the moment? I, I have to remind myself every once in a while that five years, 10 years down the road from now, I'm going to be looking back at this and going, well, okay, yeah, this was actually really good. Uh, but 
but right now I'm thinking to myself, I'd love to see somebody else win. And in fact, we'll talk a little bit about this race too and coming up the British Grand Prix, which is what we're here to to cover this this week. Last season kind of gave us a glimpse of what life could be like without Verstappen in the win, in the in the middle of the winner's circle. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's it, it's it is so tough, right? Because it, you like to watch greatness and when we look back on this it's going to be like what wow. he moved into the top 5 in all-time wins already like he's it, that floored me that he's already gotten into the top 5 in wins obviously lewis is at the top of the list and that's michael schumacher sebastian vettel elaine prost and and then max is right there at 42 and it's like whoa he's he's i mean obviously gonna win his third straight title in a row like he's jumping on that list of great f1 drivers extremely fast and like obviously if he keeps this pace up like (laughs) man it's just it's insane to think of what he's done over these last two seasons really i mean Obviously, you know, the, the season before that where him and Lewis were going back and forth was great as well. But these last two seasons specifically, like, wow, it's just it is amazing to watch. At the same time, it's like I'd really like to see somebody else win. I know Checo got those two wins early, right? But uh, he's only 25, too. That's what I was like, oh, 25, Rod. Man, I just think of the possibilities if he sticks around. 25 that's oh that's insane i mean lewis hamilton's 38 so think of 13 more seasons and lewis has really just fallen off over the last two seasons like think of 13 more years of of max being at this type of level that's that's crazy but it it is it is great to watch obviously we're gonna look back and be like wow what domination at the same time as you're in the middle of it here like let somebody else win a race. Like it gets to the point where he's leading by so much, he argues with the team, and of course wins the argument because he's Max Verstappen to come pit and get the fastest lap just for shits and giggles. He don't need that point. Like he, why even take that risk? That point is going to mean absolutely nothing. But he wants to do it because he can, because he can show everybody, hey, look, I do whatever the fuck I want because I'm Max Verstappen, and nobody can stop him. <laughs> I love it. The team was like, yeah, we don't want to take that risk. And Mike Max was like, I don't care what you want. Like, this is not about you. This is me driving the car back here. I want that fastest it's, lap. Uh, it's that clip from Captain Phillips, right? He's like, I'm the captain now. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and it's, we're going to get this fastest lap because I said so. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you the one cashing your paychecks? Because I guarantee you I'm the one out here <laughs> cashing those paychecks. I'm the one yeah. driving my ass off. And you guys can go ahead and just do whatever the hell I want. And this is how it's going to go. So, yeah, I mean, the guy, it's, he's fantastic man, right now. It's incredible. And again, it's greatness that we're watching. So get to appreciate it for that. And uh, luckily... We know how to bet around that, and uh, man, we had another good week. We sure did, and we'll get into that in a second, but I want to take a second to tell you about our newest uh, our newest addition. It's Circa Sports. Circa Sports uh, and Circa Millions plus Circa Survivor, they are back. You get $14 million in guaranteed prizes all up for grabs. You get five NFL picks against the spread each week versus uh, from Circa Millions. And then in Circa Survivor, you pick a different money line winner each week to continue on and moving great thing about it you can enter this from las vegas and you can play anywhere in the world so you get yourself out to vegas enter into this doesn't matter if you live in a state like mine where you can't legally do anything you can still play and still keep your party rolling 
Plus, if you go to the uh, the great state or the great state of Nevada and the great place of Las Vegas in the last weekend of August, you're getting an opportunity to meet Sean and Ryan of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They will be out there holding it down. You want all the details better than what I gave you now? Go to CircaSports.com for all of those details. That's CircaSports.com. A lot of money on the line. I may even fly out to one of these F1 races if I end up winning. I'm sure that's a good way to do it. Cody, I may even fly out, fly you out with me if I end up winning that much money. How does that sound? Uh, same. If I win, I will fly you out as well. Beautiful. <laughs> that Then we have our lock. So uh, I don't know what you would do, but think about it. Start thinking about that uh, for $1 yeah, million. And if you're listening and you win, you could fly us out too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. See? <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of which, last week we actually did hit some pretty decent bets. Uh, I, again, we always talk about the fact that you might as well just assume Max is going to win. Why? Because he won. Again. And uh, you just have to start formulating and building scenarios that benefit you from that win because betting on him outright is probably not going to win you a lot of money unless you are very, very comfortable with laying minus 300 to, to try to make that happen, which not a lot of people are. But uh, we, we found ways to do it anyways, Cody. So quickly, we'll run through some of what we got right and, uh, and got wrong in, in the last week's Austrian Grand Prix. Yeah, I started off with Lewis Hamilton, plus money, plus 122 to finish on the podium. Uh, did not happen, unfortunately. It was a little bit of a, of a struggle for Lewis. He ends up coming home in eighth. Uh, man, I, I mean, started the weekend off good. He was fourth in, in practice, um, fifth in qualifying. But then the sprint shootout, he was absolutely horrible. The sprint, he did all right. And then in the race, it just, man, uh, after starting up there, he fall back to eighth, didn't really have anything. Wasn't what I was expecting from Lewis this week. Yeah, well, he was frustrated. He was one of the ones that was all on the radio talking about track limits because he himself got spanked with uh, a couple of track limits. In fact, he got penalized. It was just, it was not a good day for Hamilton. He was one of the many... He, he, he gets very frustrated with his car. It's uh, much like Kyle Busch over in in NASCAR. Uh, when they're displeased with how the car is, you will uh, you will hear about it. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> heard about it. Um, well, we started out pretty good in the sprint shootout. We had Max Verstappen to win and Carlos Sainz on the podium in that sprint race at plus six hundred. Best uh, the best one that hit. Well, not the best one. The second best one that hit, but the best one that hit before the actual Grand Prix at six to one. So that's a fine way to do it. And obviously, again, we knew Max was going to win. It doesn't matter what it is. Max wins. So he won the shootout. But for Carlos Sainz, uh, that was a hell of a run for Carlos. I was, I was very excited to see him actually do well and, and carry the speed that he carried into the finish of that. Didn't translate to the Grand Prix itself, but hell, it didn't need to for us. All we needed him to do was finish well on the shootout, and he did. Yeah, this was a great call by you. Again, you assume Max is going to win. That would have been what I to win the sprint was probably the same thing, probably minus 300, right? So you put the signs in there, he ends up getting it done. Cash is plus 600. Great way to start the weekend. I had over 17 and a half classified finishers, minus 118. Yet again, hits we get 19 classified finishers. We're going to talk about this in a little bit when we cover the bets. They just keep taking more and more away from us, Rod. They're making it harder and harder. Well, we've been cashing it week in and week out. So don't worry, still found a way to bet on it, even though they continue to make it harder. <laughs> I mean, they're realizing that it's just this season well, they're getting just kill. I mean, we've cashed this bet. Oh, I mean, because it was 16 and a half to start the season. So, like, I think there's only one or two weeks total. I think it's only been one week where whatever 
classified bet we've placed as far as the main one. Like we've tossed in some exact ones as well at longer shots, but the main over under on the classified finishers, I think we've hit all but one week this entire season. So they're they're feeling it for sure. And you could tell based on how they're moving the line, how they're moving the numbers. It's starting to get ridiculous. Well, again, they know that these guys are starting to drive a little more cleanly. I mean, last season, this thing had a this uh, British Grand Prix had a pretty spectacular wreck. So, yeah, uh, Yuki Sonoda just went flying over the barrier, even scary, and, scary yeah. wreck. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, thankfully, he was fine. But yeah, I mean, maybe maybe this is the week, but I don't think so. I think this is this is a season where they've been driving so cleanly and so. I mean. You say cleanly, but they've been touching and bit, bumping and banging quite a bit, but they haven't been wrecking each other, so um, yeah. definitely good. Uh, all right, this next one was pretty simple. It was Joe Guan Yu over Nico Hulkenberg. I talked about taking the plus money side of it. I got We got this at plus 100. Nico Hulkenberg didn't even finish the race, kind of lost it early, got wrecked out. Or uh, he, he actually, what was it? He um, he ended up driving off of the the side of the, of the the uh, of the track. It was the power unit that went out for him. Uh, and yeah. that was it. That ended his day. He only got 12 laps in. Obviously, Joe Guan Yu uh, finished in 12th. Didn't matter. He he ran he ran better anyways. And even if if Nico Hulkenberg could have gone back onto the track, he'd have been several laps down. And uh, and that would have cashed this bet for us. So pretty simple there. After 12 laps, you knew you cashed this one. So hopefully you doubled up on it. Yeah, exactly. That made it nice and easy, right? <laughs> when they go out early like that, makes it an easy cash. Obviously, he was the one guy that wasn't classified. Uh, as he went out early. My big one, I had the winner without Max Verstappen. Of course, Max wins so much. They offer basically who's going to finish second place or next best to Max. And I had that as Charles Leclerc, eight to one. That one cashed for me. A little bit of a sweat. I thought Sainz was going to catch him for a while. Then uh, luckily Sainz held up Perez enough, so Perez couldn't catch him because that was starting to look a little scary. I know ended up finishing a ways back, but the, as fast as he was coming, I was starting to get concerned. Um, and so, yeah, but, uh, man, whew, held on and, uh, and cashed this one, eight to one. This one. Yeah. I mean, tell you right now with, and, and, and even with Ferrari double pitting, they were, they had slow pit stops under that virtual safety car. I thought for sure that was going to come back to bite both of them in the ass. I didn't think that either one of them was going to rebound from those slow pit stops, but yes, they did. And, uh, yeah, definitely Charles Leclerc coming through clutch. And I, he needed that. He needed a good finish. He needed a, a, at least a second-place finish to Max. Nobody's catching Max, so I guess the, the best you could take away from a race is whether or not you finish second place. Like, it's almost, it's almost just the de facto winner amongst all the rest of the drivers, right? It's like, Max is going to win. Who else can win? Who can win second place is, is what you're going for after that. Yeah, well, and then you end up with, uh, I mean, Max... The, because of the way the safety car worked out and how the pit strategies changed, was the first time Max, in 295 laps, I think it was, that Max didn't lead a lap finally. And I think it was Shaw that led the lap, but it was just like, man, that just, not only has he been just dominating and winning his races, but 295 laps in a row when we're only running, you know, 60, 70 laps a race. Jeez, man, this dominance is insane. It is. Uh, and then I had Valtteri Botas to finish inside the points of plus 300. This was a long shot for a reason. Botas, not even a factor in the top 10 mix at all, ends up finishing in 15th. Like, uh, it just wasn't, there was no way. He was a lap down. He didn't have the speed. He didn't have the pace at all this this race. And so, unfortunately, his Alfa Romeo uh, was not was not the greatest. In fact, Joe Guanyu was the top finishing Alfa Romeo in 12th. Still didn't even finish in the points. So, 
just not not a good not a good time there. It was a long shot for a reason, so uh, unfortunately it didn't hit. Yeah, that's that's how it goes. That's why we toss those out, right? You know, especially those those more teams on the lower side of things. You don't really know going into the week, so try to find some value. There was good points made. It just didn't quite work out for him. I had Max to win by five seconds. <laughs> I, I gave this out a plus 160. I think it was actually minus 160. I think I had written it down wrong, but either way, by the, by the sweat on your pants, this one barely uh, cashed. Obviously, Max had a 20, was it 27, 29 second lead when he pitted, gave it up, and uh, went dipped below five seconds. And he worked it back up to 5.155 over Shaw there at the end. So uh, did cash this one, but uh, man, close one. On the <laughs> made last you, made lap. Made you sweat for it. On yeah, the last lap, he filled that last going lap. going for that, uh, that <laughs> fastest lap. He just stretched it out far enough. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, all right. Well, I had Hamilton and Alonzo to finish on the podium. That was a, a boost of plus 260 on Caesars. Let's just forget that ever happened. Alonzo not even a factor at all in the mix. And then of course we talked about Hamilton struggles and the penalties. So uh, yeah, unfortunately, and it wasn't like a bad finish for Alonzo anyways. Uh, he, he finished, yeah, he finished fifth. fifth, but it seems like man, after his string of podium finishes though, like been a little bit disappointing for Alonzo since then. And, and it's going to be interesting to see if they find some more speed or if they keep sort of falling off a little bit. We'll have to see, but that'll be the end of the Austrian Grand Prix. Again, a couple of good bets that we hit. Happy to do it, but we need to look ahead to the British Grand Prix because that's oh, where the two fun's weeks at. in a row we get an F one race. Rob, I don't Gosh, know what I kind of world it. we live in, but I want to live in this forever. So <laughs> I, I love it. Can we just keep this, please? <laughs> I, I think we can. But you know what else we can keep? We can keep playing Underdog Fantasy because we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Enter as many Best Ball Mania 4 contests as your heart can handle. Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes. Last I checked, that is a hell of a lot of money. Underdog Pick'em is also a way to get down on your favorite MLB and NFL season player props. So many ways to win over on Underdog. And of course, it's always available in as many states as you can handle as well. Head over to underdogfantasy.com right now. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. All right, Cody. Well, as I said, it is the British Grand Prix over in Silverstone. We move to the next part of this. Uh, you know, I'm telling you right now, this track... I know I always like to say what it looks like. You got me. I have zero clue what this track actually looks like, other than to say, if you turn your head to the side, maybe a small revolver. Like, that might be the only thing I can think of for this circuit. It's not, it's definitely not anything that I can think of. It's just a little over three miles at 5.891 kilometers. Race distance is 306.198 kilometers. Cody's still trying to... Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm turning my head. I'm trying to figure it out. What What do you even think? I, I don't know how you're getting a revolver out of this. I, I don't know. I, I'm I just turn my head to the side. I don't know. It's like the little snub nose. One of those little like like toy one type things. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. That's close as we're going to get. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> if you have a better one, let us know in the comments. Uh, 109 miles is this the lap record for this uh, this track set by Max Verstappen in 2020. 
127.097. I mean, go figure, right? That's that's Max Verstappen. You might as well just go ahead and plant them uh, all over the place. 18 turns in this track. It is very weavy. It is very treacherous. It is highly possible for many people to get into several different uh, scrapes and scraps through this. Two DRS zones, uh, one very short one between 10 and 11, one almost equally as short one uh, there in the turn two and three vicinity. So not a lot of room to overtake with DRS, which could play into other teams' advantages as we know that uh, Red Bull's DRS is pretty much superior to anybody else's in the world. So uh, yeah, there, there could be the possibility of several things happening that, that is not in Red Bull's favor. Talked about it last, uh, just before we got going with the episode, pretty much. Last time out, Max Verstappen did not actually win this race. It was uh, very odd for that to happen, but uh, he didn't win, and it was uh, uh, Carlos Sainz that ended up winning this race. So, hold on, I have to double check. I closed the, the tab. You know, this is the thing about trying to be more efficient with yourself, is that when you start closing tabs, you're just like... <laughs> I think it was Carlos. It Sainz was Sainz. Carlos Sainz. Absolutely yes. was. Um, so, but again, Max Verstappen was starting there uh, on the outside with them as well. And it turned into him having problems uh, in that race. Mechanical issues stop Max. The only thing that could stop Max Verstappen is mechanical issues. But it's like we tell you week in and week out, assume Max Verstappen is going to win. But on the off chance that he has issues and has problems, he finished in seventh that day. And this turned into a, a race with fantastic racing all up and down of it because you had Carlos Sainz, you had Perez, you had Hamilton, you had Leclerc, all in there in the mix. Uh, like I said, Sainz ends up beating Perez by three seconds to win this race, but just went to prove that somebody other than Max Verstappen can win this race. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and Yeah, it's amazing to think of a race that, that Max didn't win, but uh, again... Things can happen, right? We saw that crazy wreck in turn one. I think it was the first turn, wasn't it? Was, it was right out It was very, game. very early right in the race. Um, and and things can happen. So you've got to plan for that as well. Obviously, you pretty much go into it thinking Max is going to win this. But uh, just in case he doesn't, you, you got to watch out. I agree. Uh, all right. Well, then let's get set up for this race. Uh, again, 52 laps in this. So kind of a short race on, on this uh, weekend. But yeah, let's go ahead and start setting up some bets for this British Grand Prix, shall we? Let's do it, Rod. First up for me, uh, so we were talking in the recap portion there about the classified finishers. Started the season, 16.5 was the way we started it. Over 16.5 is now minus 500. So uh, we're done playing that for sure. <laughs> Last week, we played over 17.5. That's been kicked up to minus 175 now. So... We're going to play it a little differently. We're going to go a little riskier here. Back off a little bit on how much we're putting on it, right? We've been winning a ton on it. But uh, we're going to go with over 18 and a half at plus 175 over on DraftKings. Um, I still feel like even at 18 and a half, I mean, again, last week we had 19 classified finishers. Every single race has had at least 17 classified finishers so far this season. Four of the last five races have gone over the 18 number, um, and two of them have been the perfect 20 as far as um, 
20 class five finishers, everyone being classified at the end of the race. So we're going to do over 18 and a half plus 175. Also going to toss out exactly 20 um, classified finishers. So the entire field being classified plus 600 over on DraftKings. Um, there was an over 19 and a half and I was like plus 400. So why not just do 20? Because that's the only way to get over 19 and a half. So you watch for those little uh, little nuances like that where they'll try and get you. So uh, over 18 and a half plus 175, exactly 20 plus 600. They might keep adjusting this because we're uh, taking it all from them, Ron, but uh, we're not going to stop. We'll just keep attacking it and, uh, and try and hit it this way now. Trying to catch us sleeping, aren't they? They're like, right. ah, let's, let's see if they're paying attention. Well, guess what, books? We are paying we can, attention. We can adjust and, uh, and move forward. Yes, we can. Uh, all right. I am going to take a unique angle uh, that we, I don't know we've actually done this type of a bet on the show before. It's a qualifying bet. And I am seeing qualifying time between, so the, the qualifying winner is between be, point one, and this is a little difficult too because it's like I'm trying to explain it to you and yet it, it feels like it's not being explained properly. But the qualifying times between first and second is between point one and point two five seconds. So uh, that's at plus 285 over on DK. We're talking fractions of a fraction of a second. And, and really in F1, when it's not Max Verstappen winning by six years, then it usually comes down to fractions of seconds on these speed times, and especially on qualifying. Um, and I say that because if you take a look back at the last few qualifying times, uh, last week in uh, in Austria, Max Verstappen threw down a, uh, in Q3, mind you, this is the, the final qualifying time, 104.391. Charles Leclerc, 104 four three nine that is well within that uh, 0.1 to 0.25 range if my math is right if not please call me out because you know i'm i'm not very smart like i said uh canada that actually kind of blew through max verstappen that was a weird one anyways max verstappen 125 858 nico holkenberg was number two on that list at 127 102 so obviously that didn't cash but spain before that uh verstappen at 112 272 and then carlos signs at uh 112 737 so that one didn't hit uh monaco did though at uh 111 365 for verstappen fernando alonso 111 449 just so many crazy uh it just comes down to a fraction of a second and it's usually no more than uh, two, two and a half tenths of a second. So I, I'm definitely thinking that these guys, they tend to keep it close when it comes to qualifying. Now, granted, when it comes out on the track, it all goes to hell. But, uh, you know, for qualifying, it tends to be pretty quick. And especially those last few laps where they're like, oh, and so-and-so just took it by a tenth of a second. And so-and-so just took it by another tenth of a second. So you get all excited. Took a look at last year here in Britain. Uh, Carlos Sainz won the poll. 140.983 was his time. And then Verstappen in second, 141.055. A razor-thin margin there for the pole and the second place uh, as well. So like I said, I mean, these guys in Q3, they, they, don't, they don't normally blow everybody out. They're normally right there within a few tenths of a second from each other trying to get the, the pole. And I mean, at, this is actually the, the one with the longest odds. You know, it's it's pretty weird to see that as the longest odds on this one. But a two plus two eighty five, I like it. I want it. Load up on it. 
Yeah, I I love this way to bet on it. Again, they keep getting so creative with the ways we can bet on Formula One. Love to see it. I think this is a great call out by you. And it does seem like every time we get to Q3, it's like that last, you know, last lap. Everybody's on their last lap. And it's like, oh, he took it. Oh, he took it. Oh, here comes Max. Max always wins it, of course. But he's always the last one that, that steals it at the end, right? So uh, I think this is a good call. It seems to be they are very razor thin margins when it comes to qualifying. Well, and also because to win the poll, I mean, again, they're even getting they're even getting smart on on having uh play on having who actually is going to win the poll. So to win the poll for for her, Max Verstappen is minus three hundred. I mean, of course, Max anybody who can win the poll for this bet and have that qualification, but. If Max wins the the poll and he wins it by only that much, you're still plus money on Max Verstappen winning the poll, right? That's how you get yeah. creative. And that's, again, that's how you have to get creative, right? Of course, Max is probably going to win the poll, so how is he going to do it? That's the same thing where we were betting the over 10 seconds to win. Now, that one's been priced out because he's done it so many times, right? Like, And they keep adjusting, and we're going to keep adjusting with them, but this is, again, another way to attack it, assuming Max does it. And it gives you coverage in case it is someone else as well. So I like it. Uh, next up for me, I'm going to go to the winner without the big four teams. So Red Bull, Mercedes, Ferrari, and Aston Martin are all not included. I'm going to take McLaren at plus 135. Uh, originally, I was going to take this bet with Lando at plus 150, but then I figured to get a, 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 you know only drop 15 points at plus 135, might as well get the coverage with Piastri. But to a similar point you're going to make here in a minute, Lando has been very, very good lately and very good at this track, right? We saw the McLaren, uh, the first phase of the McLaren upgrade last week, ends up finishing in fourth place, has a great run. Go back to last season, he was sixth place here, fourth place in 2021, fifth place in 2020. Lando's been very good here. And again, this gives you coverage on Piastri if Piastri ends up being the one to do it. But this is a, a circuit that Lando likes very much. He's very comfortable with, continues to get good, solid results here. Um, and so obviously Ocon, kind of the next biggest competitor with this, right, with the, the Alpine guys. Um, but I do think that it's going to be another McLaren week. And at plus 135, I'll take them to be the, the first manufacturer besides the big four. Well, and it's it's something you said that because for uh, for Lando, I'm actually seeing him as a top eight over on Barstool. They're only offering yes or no. Uh, the no side of this is plus money, which you know can seem tempting given the fact that you just never know what's going to happen and and things can get crazy. But uh, I will say that uh, I very much like Lando Norris here. Especially given the fact that in, uh, let's see, he's had five career starts in this and he's only finished outside of the top eight twice. He's had a fifth place finish in 2020, a, a fourth place finish in 2021. Last year here, he finished sixth place and he's just been one of those steady, steady good guys and he's gotten better. Like you said, uh, as far as last week, you saw that upgrade. He was hanging. In fact, he was battling with Lewis Hamilton there for a while. He was battling with Carlos Sainz there for a while. Like anybody that was coming up to him, he was battling him. He did finish in fourth, like you said. So that was his best finish. And if these upgrades are going to be exactly that, then I think we're going to see uh, a good finish from Lando Norris. I can definitely see a top eight finish out of him. Um, look, at, at uh, Monaco, he finished in ninth. So just outside of that top nine or top eight, rather. 
Bakui finished in ninth, so he's had a couple of good, solid ninth-place finishes. Melbourne, right, he finished in sixth place over there in Australia. So he's he's there. He's there, and if we can take anything from what we saw last week in those upgrades, I know minus 150 seems like a lot to lay on it, but, Cody, what? You only pay the juice if you lose, Rob. And that's it. I don't think we're going to lose on this one. And this is not as much juice as you're going to lay down if you're going to bet on a Verstappen pole at minus 300, if you're going to bet on a Verstappen to win this race at minus infinity, like it's just, there's no reason to not take this risk because I think this is going to cash. I think Lando Norris is even good for a top six finish. So if you really want to get kind of froggy with that, but the only thing that pause that gives me pause on a top six finish here is that it's just, there's a lot of gremlins that can jump up at you. And I don't know if I'm, if I'm that comfortable with a top six, but you could make a case to me, and I and I wouldn't mind uh, hearing it about him as a top six car. Yeah, absolutely. This is actually the first bet of mine that just quite didn't quite make the cut. This was the first one that hit the cutting room floor. So I really like this one as well. I'm glad that you put it in there so we could talk about it. Uh, and yeah, I, I think even at minus 150, again, in F1, more so than other forms of motorsports, you know, NASCAR, IndyCar, like F1, you can lay the juice a little more often because... A lot of things are more predictable there, so um, I, I think it's a good play as well. Next up for me, I'm going to lay a little bit of juice on Checo. Uh, again, Barstool, and this is also in the specials section, right? They have uh, Checo to finish in the top two. Yes or no is the options. Yes is that plus money. I'm going to go with no at minus 136. Um, I, I get it, right? Red Bull's obviously been good. Red Bull's the only one that's won any races, but... You have to go back five races since the last time Checo finished in second place. Was he super fast last week? Absolutely. Tore through the field. Had a great finish, right? But, and, you know, started towards the back. Had struggles in qualifying. He's just not, I know we like to praise Red Bull and, and anybody could maybe win in that Red Bull, but could they? Because even Checo is having his fair share of struggles in it. Um, and I, I know early in the season, right? It was first and second every week for these guys. He got the best of, of Max a couple of times, but since then it's fallen off. Um, and it's just, it's been five races since he finished second place at Miami. And I think that with all, you know, the upgrades we've seen, Ferrari seems to have hit on something. Mercedes looked for a minute like they hit on something. Maybe that's fallen off. Alonso still had a good season. Uh, and, you know, even now McLaren's running a little better here. I think there's enough other things that can happen and can go wrong. And to finish on the top two, you already know Max has got one of those spots, right? That's the most likely thing that's going to happen. So one of those spots is already taken by Max. There's only one other spot in the top two, and you have to hand that out between Checo, between the two Ferrari guys, between the two Mercedes guys, between Alonzo. That's six different guys that have a real legit shot at that second place finish. So to get no at minus 136 when it hasn't happened in five races, I'm going to take that side of it and hope that... Uh, Checo struggles in qualifying, maybe doesn't make it to Q3 again, and, and uh, has to do some work from the back. Doesn't quite get to this. Seems like the much safer side, in my opinion. So, Checo to finish in the top two. Going to go with the no option, minus 136 on Barstool. However, there is a world in which Sergio Perez can actually get back to form and end up winning a race on this one. If you got if you go to FanDuel, guys, I'm telling you right now, there are some very creative uh, different bets on this. And I love how FanDuel has it set up where they have these specials from 
you know, plus 1100 to plus 3500. They really do kind of lay out a bunch of different scenarios. And it's fun to, to kind of scroll through them and read through them as if you're watching a Marvel what if thing. It's like, what if Max Verstappen was not in this race? And you can play out scenarios that, that have all this. One of my favorite ones and one that I think is going to hit because there's some like Lance Stroll to win and for Pierre Gasly to be on the podium. I'm like, uh, are you have to be that last year's crash times five for that to happen? Well, and then I'm thinking to myself is, are we playing the F1 video game? Because that's probably one of the only ways that we can make that happen. But, um, this one actually has a legit shot. I think in my opinion, it's Perez to win and Lewis to be on the podium at 19 to one. One of the bigger formula one bets that you'll see that has this type of actually, I guess, power behind it. Legit, legit shot to actually hit. Yeah. Uh, Perez, we talked about it already, right? Perez is the only other driver uh, that has won a race this season with uh, with Max Verstappen. He won at Jeddah. He won at Baku. And he's finished in second place a couple times in that vicinity. Uh, last week, he did climb his way back up to a, thir a third place finish from 15th. If it's not Max, it's it's Sergio. It's just that's just the way it's been this season. And I think if we're gonna live in a world where it's not Max, I get it. I and I Cody made a ton of good points against Perez possibly not being that guy. He has struggled, but when struggling means you've had three top five fin or uh, sorry three top six finishes, right? A, a fourth place a few weeks ago, sixth in Canada, third last week then I'll take struggling all day long, especially when you've started 11th, 12th, and 15th and climb your way back into uh, the podium once, just outside the podium the other two times. I mean, that's that's something that I think you can take with you and say, if he qualifies well, if he does everything against what Cody had just said, he stands a good chance to win should Max have any sort of problems whatsoever. Uh, this track, like I said, it's a very intricate track. There's a lot of technicalities that you got to go through on this one. And in fact, last year he finished second here uh, after a fourth place start. So he's he's no stranger to the podium. All he needs to do is just get one more step up in order to cash this. If Lewis Hamilton can do exactly what he's done, holy cow, man. You literally have to go all the way back to 2013 for the last time Lewis Hamilton has not been on the podium on this track. 2022, third place. 2021, he won. 2020, second place. 2020, again, he won. 2019, he won. 2018, second. 2017, first. 2016, first. 2015, first. 2014, first. Stop me if you have heard that before. It's Lewis That's Hamilton a, in the podium. An impressive run. <laughs> I, I'm telling you right now. Now, listen, has he been that driver this season? Yes and no. I mean, last week, obviously, he documented his problems over there in Austria. Eighth place uh, finish for him. But before that, two podium finishes in Canada. And, and the week before that as well, second place finish just outside of the podium in Monte Carlo. Uh, he has been on the podium in Australia this season. At 19-1, to 1, this is a pretty heavy dart. And I think that this, this dart has a good opportunity to hit should Max run into any problems. If you want to, if you want to pay the juice on a on a Hamilton podium finish, go ahead. But I want to find a more creative way to put Hamilton on the podium since that dude lives there in in Britain. I mean, that's his home track, right? This is right. this is his home track, so he, he shows out well. And if you even want to put anything from outright, that's fine on you too. But I, I'd much rather take this one and have it hit for me nineteen to one. 
Yeah, no, I really like this one. Actually, like you said, this is one of those those longer shot parlays, but one that's got a legit shot of hitting, right? I know I just made the case for Perez to not finish in the top two, but that doesn't mean he's not in the best car out there. Doesn't mean he can't win. He's probably the only guy that can get it if he can get ahead of Max. So if he comes out, starts on the pole, and Max ends up fourth or fifth or farther back, he's the one guy, and he's proved it so far already this season, that can hold Max off and get the win. So you've got that opportunity. If Max has an issue, if Max doesn't start up front, and these things, we've seen the wreck like we had last year, right? Anything can happen. So if that happens, then Perez is the next most likely candidate. If he can get up there, Lewis obviously been pretty automatic lately in the podium. So I think at 19 to 1, you're getting a lot of good value there. Need a little help, but this isn't, like you said, you know, a stroll to win where it's like, okay, now you're you're really pushing your luck and then asking something else to happen. Geez, like you're really going out on a limb there. This is something that that has the capability of happening and and has happened this season, right? Perez has won multiple races. Lewis has been on multiple podiums. So it's something that can very easily happen and is a nice hedge just in case something happens to Max or or Max doesn't get it done somehow, some way. Keep an eye open for my four frequency sake article this week. I may find a way to work Lewis winning into this one. I, I just I didn't I didn't want to find a way on the show because you know I, I know that uh, I I tend to save my more riskier bets for that one just to just was to spice this, it up. Uh, I mean, man, this you know I don't want to write your article for you, but the he he finally gets a win after not having a win for multiple seasons. He does it at home. Is this the final victory for Lewis Hamilton, the the greatest of all time, the seven time champion? Man, that's uh, it's a storybook song, right? And we talk about that a lot. Sometimes those uh, those storybooks find a way of happening. So uh, I like it. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, speaking of what I like, I like that you guys are actually watching this F1 Gambling Podcast on YouTube. I know we put it on the NASCAR Gambling Channel, but the fact that you guys are still watching it, still riding along with us, it's fantastic, and it's uh, it's great, and it's a great way to grow not just this one, but also the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. And for those of you who are actually listening to this F1 Gambling Podcast on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast feed, I, I hope you continue to like it. I mean, you guys have. You've stuck with us. I have not seen any dip in any, any consumption of this, so you guys tend to uh, like having this on your feed. Uh, hopefully you stick with us and, and we can continue to win you some money on the F1 side of this and maybe convert some of you guys to being F1 fans with us because ultimately that's our goal. We want to have fun with you each and every week. Um, for those of you who have still listened on the OG feed, we love you for that as well. I mean, listen, you guys have been with us since the beginning and uh, we're going to continue to ride together and see where this thing goes. But yeah, if you're watching on YouTube right now, we, we appreciate it. Continue to comment, continue to like, subscribe to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast channel. And uh, eventually, maybe this one gets a channel of its own. If enough of you guys decide that you want to keep supporting it, we can branch this out. And who knows, maybe we can take this to multiple episodes a week. And and Cody and I will really not ever not see each other again. So uh, for, you know, continue to see each other all the time. Not see our families again, I guess is what it is. So, uh, yep. But we do love grandmas and we do love all that stuff. So continue to watch us. <laughs> if oh, they're watching beautiful. on the NASCAR, they know. They know what beautiful, beautiful execution as always. And if you are listening on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast feed, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform on the, the F1 Gambling Podcast as well, and uh, keep the bosses happy for us. I always feel like that kid trying to dismount off of the the bars, the uneven bars, and just falls flat <laughs> on his face at the end of every one of those reads, like like those TikTok videos where you have to rewatch and go, oh. 
Oh, oh yeah. Oh, there he, he did it again. <laughs> uh, all right. That's great. Well, there's got to be a winner in this race. If it's Max Verstappen, how? If it's not, how? How? Yep. Winner is Max Verstappen. All right. Good night. Have a good one. Uh, Thank you, everybody. No. <laughs> but again, you'd be a bet around knowing that that's the case. So like we did last week, we're going to go with the winner without Max Verstappen as Carlos signs this week, 10 to 1. Um, it's been not the best season ever for him this season, right? He doesn't have a podium finish this year so far, but he was fourth place last week. Um, and he, on the season, despite not having a podium, he's only got one finish worse than eighth place. So he's been consistent. We've seen a little bit of a step up from Ferrari. And last week, I think, was a big showcase of that, right? Shaw looked fast. Signs looked fast there for a while. Obviously, Checo caught him at the end, but he was running extremely well. Um, he won this race last year, so that's a, a drop in his bucket to the good th side, right? Um, he had a sixth place here in 2021. He had a sixth place finish here in 2019 and when he was with McLaren. So he, he's run well at this track before. Things seem to be going pretty good for Ferrari. This worked last week uh, to our favor with taking Shaw Leclerc. He had good track history there. He showed up. He cashed the eight to one for us. I think he's like four to one this week. So obviously his odds dropped a lot. I think signs at 10 to one here is kind of sitting in that perfect spot, especially like these are the types of bets that I think are really good to get on early in the week because if he comes out and he's super fast in practice, if he qualifies well, like you're not going to be able to get this type of bet at, at that point because it's going to be completely cooked. So you get in on this type of bet early, you get good value. If it hits like it did last week with Shaw, then we're real happy. And, and I think that, uh, I think that Ferrari continues to to kind of be on the upswing a little bit here and and they're kind of trying to establish themselves as that second team uh to Red Bull and seem to be the the next best team I think in my opinion at this point in time so if you're giving me obviously Checo uh, I'm hoping he doesn't finish second because that would you know cook this bet cook the the no for him to finish second he's always a threat but uh, I, I do think that that signs is is gonna have something for him this week and at 10 to one to be the the winner without Max, uh, I think there's good value there. And for Carlos Sainz, I mean, he did obviously, like I said, finish second in that sprint shootout. So the possibility for him to to be up there is is huge. And I think a lot of a lot of what happened last or last week, especially in in uh, Austria, just came down to that horrific pit stop under the virtual safety car. I mean, those guys, and and I think both Sainz and Leclerc should have just stayed out, especially because I don't know that they sh they needed to come in and put themselves back in the fray. Thankfully, they salvaged uh, a good finish for Leclerc, but I think Sainz kind of got screwed the most out of all of that, and I think he would have benefited from from being able to stay out. So, yeah, I, I think they they learn from that strategy call. They'll come back swinging again, and I think this at this point, the yeah, I like that. I like Sainz to come back for a, a good one. Um, all right, I stole the next one from you because I got to the dock in this one first. Uh, DraftKings has Max Verstappen to win and set the fastest lap at minus 110. He's 350 to win. Uh, hold on, he is 360 to win now on DraftKings. He is 350 to win on BetMGM. He's 290 to win, all minus, obviously, not plus. When, I, when we talk about Max Verstappen, just know we're talking minus. We're not talking plus. Um, yeah, minus 360 to win. On DraftKings, so if you want to figure out a way to bet on him to win and actually not pay a hell of a lot of juice, minus one ten is a much much easier number to swallow than minus three sixty. 
And as far as the fastest lap is concerned, I, I'll, I won't even need to point to anything other than last week where he was like, I want this. I'm going to go get it. Like, he's a dude that has a platinum credit card, and it doesn't matter what he wants. He could just plop it down and get it, right? It's like, but Max, that is a, a half a million dollars. Yeah, and and he pulls out his black or titanium or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what color those type of cards are. Mine is usually. I've never seen one of those. Cards, I was going to so say mine is usually green and it says prepaid on it. So I don't even know what that's. <laughs> and it's it's only got about five bucks on it. So I don't know what those cards look like. Whatever the unlimited card is, Max pops it down and gets what he wants. So if it looks like he can get the fastest lap in that race, he's going to end up going out for it. He'll probably end up getting it. So at minus 110. We saw it out there for around minus 130 in a couple of spots, but uh, DK has it better at 110. If you can find that max to win in fastest lap at an even better price, not much out there better than minus 110. But, uh, you know, again, if you can find it, I would definitely take it. I'd even, listen, I'd probably take it up to probably minus 150, you know, where, where the Red Bull fastest lap or fastest pit stop is right now at minus 150, uh, which shout out to that one. They didn't get it last week. It was McLaren that got it, but... Uh, they're poised to get it again this week, so if you want to take that one as well. But anyways, my bet, my official bet, is the Max Verstappen to win and set the fastest lap at minus 110. Yeah, I saw this one. I raced over to the dock. I went to go type it in, and Rod had beaten me, so uh, I fully backed this one. Props to you, Rod. Good job. Um, but yeah, no, this is, is, again, you've got to find ways to bring the price down to bet on Max. He's proven if he feels like getting the fastest lap. We saw it earlier this season, right, where... Checo had the fastest lap and they said, don't worry about it. Don't. And he said, fuck you. And he went and did it last week, leading by 27 seconds, comes in pits, takes the big risk of something going wrong just to set the fastest lap for nothing. What, what is he? He gets a point that doesn't matter. He's already, I think he's already clinched the championship for the next five years or with the amount of points he has, like, and he just does it because he can. So, Yes, bet on that because it's the most likely thing that's going to happen. And when you get it down to minus 110, much easier to swallow than lay in minus 360 for him just to win the race. Hey, and if you know you play to the whistle, right? Coaches will tell you all the time you play to the whistle. You never let up. It's just you never know. He could he could totally barf out for the next few weeks and really set himself up for failure and needing those points. That could happen. I don't ever it, see that happening, but I, listen, at this <laughs> Could point, that happen? is that even possible? <laughs> I, I don't know which Android version of Max Verstappen they're on for this coming week, but the dude, <laughs> even I bet if he feels sick, they just bust out another one and like break him out of the, the packaging and put him in there. That's, that's where we're at at this point, but he's basically a robot at this point. Max I think Verstappen, you're, uh, you're on to something. <laughs> Max Verstappen version 15.0 or whatever. They're just, they've been replacing him every once in a while, but honestly, again, if you are tired of hearing us talk about Max Verstappen, you're probably watching the wrong racing circuit and you're listening to the wrong show because that's all you can talk about at this point. The guy, but, but I mean, you know, it's like it's like the NFL not talking about Tom Brady or the NBA not talking about LeBron James or Michael Jordan. Like that's he's to that level. Like he is that. It's just, I mean, in NASCAR, Jimmy Johnson won five championships in a row. Like. They were going to talk about a lot about Jimmy Johnson during that time. Like, that's just how it goes. And despite that, we're still finding ways to be successful and using that as part of how we make some of these bets. Like, that's why you cash that six to one, right? Because you filled in the auto part of Max winning, and then all you had to do is hit signs on the podium, and boom, you hit it, you cash. 
you hit the plus 800 because they didn't they don't give you an option for most drivers to finish second place but they give you an option for the winner without max and that's how you hit a plus 800 like so while you know it sucks in ways it's still this is how you keep the rest of the race exciting and you still can make money with it so i know we say the same thing every week but it needs to be reiterated, I feel like. And this could be and your first true. time listening to the show. So maybe yeah, we have to exactly. get you acquainted so well, to it. So yes. you know, we, we have to we have to a lot for that as well. Uh, all right. Speaking of which, let's a lot for the fact that you need to get going. So we're gonna recap all the bets for you so that you can uh, go on your way and start putting together your cards. So get out your pen and paper. Here we are. Cody started you out with the classified winners over 18 and a half. They're catching up with us at plus 175 over on DraftKings. If you want the exact 20, if you don't think anybody's going to wreck out of this race, that's 6-1 to one over there on DK as well. I like that one. I really hope that one hits because I love. I don't, I don't. hate seeing cars go out. But uh, 20 exact finishers at plus 600. I said that the qualifying time was going to be between 0.1 and 0.25 seconds at plus 285 over on DK. Cody gave it you out the winner without the big four teams as McLaren at plus 135. I said Lando would finish as a top eight car in this race at minus 150 over on Barstool. Cody said that Checo would not finish inside the top two at minus 136 over on Barstool. I said that Perez, if this magical world that we live in uh, happens to be without Max Verstappen and he got bows out with electrical issue or whatever, Perez would win. And Lewis would be on the podium at almost 20 to 1 at plus 1900 over on FanDuel. Cody said the winner without Max would be Carlos Sainz at 10 to 1. And then, of course, I gave you the Max Verstappen win and fastest slap bet at minus 110 over on DraftKings. The British Grand Prix, Cody. Lewis Hamilton going home. George Russell going home. Hopefully, Mercedes has a good day there. Uh, hopefully, we have a good day there. And we're, we're patting each other on the back uh, next week about how fantastic we handicapped this race. I'm looking forward to it. Should be another good one for second place anyways. And uh, <laughs> I'm excited. No, two races in a row as well. We'll take a week off, but then we're back for another two races before we take like a month off between races. So uh, enjoy them while they're around. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good one. I'm excited and good times too. It's uh, 10 o'clock lights out Eastern time. Which puts that at like that's what seven o'clock your time. So it's not too bad on the West Coast over there. We'll get get a cup of coffee and, and wake up and enjoy the race. I love it. And I'll do it too, because you know, why not? Seven o'clock's a good time to wake up uh, and, and exactly. watch a race on a Sunday morning. So there you go. All right. Well, Cody, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and get out of here. Let's let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Yep, follow me on Twitter at husker underscore Z. You can find all my work there. I got a bunch of NFL stuff out, more NFL stuff coming out this week. All that fun stuff. Check out the NASCAR Gambling Podcast as well. And uh, follow us on Twitter over at F1 Gambling Pod. Indeed. Again, once again, if you're watching this on YouTube, thanks so much for watching. If you're listening on the NASCAR Gambling Podcast uh, feed, thank you for listening to that as well. Follow me on Twitter at RJ Gomez. Link in the bottom of everything I got going on, whether it's here, whether it's in between media. The back road is cocking Atlanta this week. And then, of course, follow my work on For Frequency Sake. We will see you again. We'll talk next week. We'll, we'll recap this race next week and talk a little bit about stuff. Maybe we'll have a, a fun guest on for F1. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Keep posted. Uh, so we'll see you then. And until next time, let's go racing and let it ride.